0: Popper to the People is brought to you by MTG Madness. You can visit them online at mtgmadness.com.
1: This is Popper to the people. I am Nate. With me is finally after two weeks of being missing Peter. Hello, stopped. And Chris. Hi. And Dan. Hey. And Mr. Plummer will be uh, joining us later on in the show. He's currently at band practice and stuff for the set review because it is set review time. Funny how fast fastest things creep up on you. Yes. Um. So, how was how how your weekend been,
2: Trish? Uh, top four to the premiere vids. Pretty sweet. We'll go with that in the show nice. notes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, other than that, just on the job search still. I got a call from a dream company, so hopefully I get that job. Yeah.
3: Nice. Well, yeah. Good luck with that.
2: That's good. Uh,
3: Peter,
4: what have you been up to? Uh, Actually, I'm been up to play of magic again started doing a lot of that brewing with my popper stuff again and not so much popper stuff this weekend a lot of EDH and I end up fancy fact I'm a whole year older now so yay (laughs) what are you up to now? 24 only 24
3: yeah I had a a crazy weekend which did not involve any magic (laughs) only huge amounts of uh, liquor
0: Pretty
3: much. <laughs> oh, Liqu-
2: liquor and strippers <laughs> sounds like my kind of weekend. Uh,
3: more liquors, than, than more liquor than strippers.
2: <laughs> it's still a good weekend. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> it's all about finding the right ratio.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, what have I done this weekend? Uh, played EDH. Uh, been messing around with Delver. Kind of coming up with. Uh, well, I'm still using. I really. I'm using my list, but. After playing your list, Chris, I made some changes to my my, my Delver list. So I kind of got a Delver list mix in between mine and your list. Um, and uh, got into a, a little show on Netflix called Arrow, which shows about time, freaking amazing. <laughs> so I was watching that, and then I went to the wrestling pay-per-view at Ultimate Sports Bar on Sunday night with my brother. Got to listen to everyone speculate on matches and all that stuff. But, but yeah, that's all I did. Not much. Just trying to stay warm, that's the big thing, because right now in Minnesota it is freaking cold and they're canceling school and it sucks, because I work nights and need to sleep during the day. So with my son home, it's not fun trying to sleep. It's, it's hard. <laughs> so... But before we get into the set review, we are going to go over the other stuff quick. I got some Goodreads, metagame updates, our finance section with Dan, and uh, we got a quick Rage of the Week, and then we're going to go into the set review. So that's kind of the direction we're going because the set review is going to take a bit. Uh, In Goodreads this week, we have an article, both articles from MTGO Strat. One is thought thoughtcast article improving design choices it just basically goes over uh building a deck and uh, improving on decks and all that and then uh, so it's a pretty good article i I read that one during the last biolife donation pretty sweet haven't read and then this article was posted by Dan I haven't read it yet but what is it Dan
3: It is another article by Hitti, a Swedish guy who is a student of philosophy. So it's about um, virtues and wise, uh, which is a philosophy theory uh, term (laughs) that um, why uh, too much friendliness and why too little friendliness is bad for magic Pretty much, It's an interesting read, and it's the first part of a series about virtues and vices in magic. Yeah.
1: Cool. Uh So yeah, looks like a good article. I'll probably pick that one Very up. Very different
3: from any other magic writing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I've read, like, so far, Hades' articles, I've, I've really liked them just because they go in. They're like, they don't, I mean, they're, they talk about strategy and stuff, but it's a different take on the same article, the same subject matter. So it's kind of cool. Yeah does a pretty good job with that so there's that article there so check it out and then uh, two metagame two metagame things I found here uh, first is the premiere
2: and uh, uh, how many
3: of them fired Chris
2: uh, I think they all fired this weekend maybe oh, not maybe not the the Saturday 11: 31 I'm not sure yeah
3: would they list oh, all five if they fired
2: Think so. I don't. You know. I don't know whether the. If uh, I know four of them fired at least, and the same ones yeah. that were as I before. Okay. Well, maybe the fifth didn't fire. I'm not like I fell asleep early that night, so <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't watching.
1: And uh, yeah, this uh, premiere I simply dubbed as Delver says no.
2: Yeah. So, there's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, there's. What three Delver lists? in
1: the top, and if you go down the list, it's just more Delver lists. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: it's, it's like some, Delver. Control yeah, it's like, yeah,
1: There's
2: see three, the blue? Three, three Delvers in a Modern blue Control in the top eight. Uh, Shapo off of five has made top yeah. eight... Three, yeah. I think he's made top eight three times now with his deck. Nice. Which is pretty nice. He he always seems to lose in the first round, though, of the top eight. Yeah. Although this one, I guess, he actually won in the first round of the top eight. Yeah. And so yeah, he's getting really frustrated with it, because he wins, you know, he goes the seven hours it takes to do that, and then he wins, and he earns less packs than he would if he 4-0'd a daily.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. Man, so it's just, I, 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 I dubbed this one Delver says no because of all the blue, so I just find it funny. Uh,
3: <laughs> got, uh, Kana won the second one with Monoblue Patrol.
2: And no, Kana...
3: It's a Delver. It.
2: Uh, yeah, Sakana won the second one with a uh, blue with a uh, blue red control.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. He was on. He was formerly on like a list that was almost identical to my Delver list, and then he went over this blue red control, and he just he completely crushed me. I, this is an awful matchup for Delver. So if you want to beat Delver, you play this list. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I never stood a chance against him when I played him in the in he was who I lost to in the um in the top four and he two owed me and he two owed me pretty freaking handily too. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah
3: There are three premium events listed and the third one is won by the God of Delver himself. Messel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not yeah.
3: playing days
2: Yeah still not, not playing, playing, days. playing days. Still not playing days <laughs> So, and then we
1: have uh what we have a uh the standard popper it's the meta game is still diverse. it's not really leaning towards any decks. it's still bouncing all over the place so i i I got a feeling we're gonna see changes once born of God's drops, but
4: I don't have you seen the spoilers? I don't think things are going to change that much <laughs> cha- yeah it might change a little
1: bit, but uh. Basically in first place we have a hexproof deck. Then we have Eye Candy in standard popper form. We got a white weenie, a mono black devotion, mono black, Celestia aggro, blue white recursion, and mono white. So it's the, the standard popper metagame is still pretty much isn't being dominated by one deck. So
2: that's kinda cool. Uh,
3: the SPDC is down now, I think. Am I right? Yeah,
2: I uh, I think I saw something about that, how they, the guy who uh, was hosting it can't do it anymore.
3: Yeah, so it's not, it doesn't have a host, which is bad for all U.S. Uh, standard poker players.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Might have to start getting up early or whatever to, to get staying up late
2: to do those other ones. <laughs> well, no, the, uh, the MPDCs... It's in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah. in the middle of the day, you can't play um, in the U.S., like... Like it fires like eleven a.m. or something my time, uh-huh. so it sucks. I mean, yeah. So, it's it
3: says the SPDC has five hosts, but none of them are doing
1: hosting. anything. <laughs> well, that's not good. <laughs> that's weird. So yeah, that's basically all the medi- Or uh, Chris's top four
2: here. Yep, and this one was won by the Kana. I think this guy's name. Uh, who else is in this? Yeah, Affinity. That was, I can't, Affinity is constantly placing too. That's like the other big deck in the metagame. Yeah. Uh, is Affinity. Yeah. So go you gotta watch out for that. Uh, this guy Capoeira or whatever has placed. He's done top four multiple premier events with his list. It's a Perilous Affinity list. It's very good. Yeah. I I played him in the Swiss too, and he crushed me. <laughs> I was like, my my round one of the Swiss, I'm like, god dang it. I'm going to start off 0-1, that's never good to start out. Yeah.
3: Another affinity in fifth.
2: Yep, and in sixth. And then we have Tron in seventh. Yeah. So,
1: looks like when it comes to premiere events, everything is staying pretty much similar to uh, the daily events used to be, so...
3: And I still yep. top 8 did, uh, that one, too.
2: The yeah, case. he got he lost to the... Uh, I think he lost to an Infinity build. It's pretty understandable for Delver. It's, affinitys one of the rougher matchups. Yeah, it is. It can be done, but it's, it, it's more grindy. <laughs> so you have to have a very specific set of cards. And I actually beat in the top 8, the round 1 of the top 8, I beat uh, Affinity, the Angel CN list. Yeah. That's there. I beat him, but I... I'm not going to lie, I nut drew the crap out of him. <laughs> you know, I was talking like two flip delvers on turn three and beating yeah. down with spell stutter, cloud of fairies, counterspell, exclude, nonsense shenanigans. I <laughs> nut-drew him.
0: So in, other
1: words,
2: so in other words, the conditions were right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the conditions were exactly right. And they did it two games in a row, too, so. Yeah. I think one of the games he stumbled on mana, so that's what really got him. Yeah. yeah, if they get the right card, the right combination of cards, you just you can't actually win against them if you're that player. Also, why do these people keep leaving and fling against me? I don't understand this. This is so bad.
3: Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, and I get so frustrated. I don't, I don't play around fling after cyborgs. I just assume they take it out. So maybe that's why. Is they just they know that I'm not going to play around fling.
3: They leveled you.
2: Yeah. I don't, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Set review. What is that review?
1: And uh, actually, what's after that? We have just a little quick fix on uh, MTGO Finance update, Dan.
3: Yeah, it's all about the flashback drafts. Uh, the Next week it's Mirrodin, and the week after that is Invasion. So uh, pick up those cards at the end of those drafts and sell them now if you haven't. Uh, Smash the Smitherines is going crazy, so sell that if you have extra copies. Uh, of the old flashback drafts That have been for the last like six weeks uh, Some cards still haven't taken off So the, some cards could be picked up And some have So if you're looking for like 100-200% You should probably sell now and that, Like on Earth Could possibly go a lot higher Still Yeah, yeah. set review time
1: Yes, set review uh, We're, we're going to go through All the commons in the set uh, for, uh, Born of the Gods, and, uh, we're gonna compare them to, uh, we're gonna compare them for, uh, Standard Popper, because, you know, unless something really pops up that could be a thing in Classic, so, just so kind of going to go with that, you can follow on MTG Salvation and Gathering Magic, um, I'm assuming we're gonna use Gathering Magic, right? Uh... Yeah, sure. Yeah, because they can, we can sort out the commons. You can filter yeah. commons out with salvation, so
3: Anti shout out to uh, <laughs> Salvation and Mythic spoiler for not having a sort function by rarity.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: why I like gathering magic so much though, because you can actually sort it, so
2: I actually did not know that gathering magic could even do that. So Yep.
1: I, I didn't know that. I they have know. a filter they have that a filter is, on
2: theirs. That is freaking sweet. Yeah.
1: But also, in some cases, there's about a few set reviews where Gathering Magic has been uh, slower in updating theirs, too. So, But they're on the ball this time, so we can use it. Um, so basically, that's what we're using, what we're doing. And then color assignments are already down here, gentlemen. I think Dan's going first with
3: white. Yeah, I want to start by uh, thanking uh, Brennan and... Avery61, who have been helping me out. Brennan is running the standard pauper show on YouTube, uh, where he has reviewed all the cards. Uh, let's start with Acroan Skyguard. Uh, for one and white, you get a 1 1 flyer that has heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Acroan Skyguard, put a plus 1 plus 1 counter on him. Uh, This should see play in the White Weenie decks, but uh, not necessarily auto-include, says one of my sources here. I think this will be played. Yeah, it's... that's like
2: uh, a cheaper Wingsteed Rider. Right, he's just just looking to go off it. Yep. I think
3: it's fine. It is a bit fragile until it actually starts growing.
2: Yeah, you do kind of weaken yourself to electricry there, so that's pretty bad.
3: Yeah, Heroic looks better on uh, in theory than it actually plays.
4: Ain't yeah, that the truth. <laughs>
2: it plays really great in Limited.
3: I bet. <laughs> uh, we are moving to Elite Skirmisher then. This is uh, 2 mana and a white, so 3 total for 3-1. Has heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Elite Skirmisher, you may tap target creature. So it dies to any blocker uh, if it can't tap it down. Uh, with an effect that you should probably use on a crown Skyguard instead. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I don't see this. Right, being yeah, a lot. no, this
2: is bad. Can you guys add Chris to the call. Yeah.
0: Okay. Hi there. Hi, Chris. Hi there. <laughs> the Chris. boss
2: is here. Alright, we gotta start the, messing around, guys.
0: This is popular to the People of I don't, What episode are we on? <laughs> 666. Wow. Yeah. That's ironic. Actually,
1: 141.
2: We miss you, don't Chris. Don't let me
0: interrupt you, Dan. Keep going.
2: We miss you, Chris. Okay. We can't.
3: Uh, come back, We're
2: just talking boss. about some really bad card. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You're, you're, just you're, the so, bad elite name, you're so much guy. Wor- you're so much better <laughs> than it's, this guy. It's bad getting
3: car. worse. Uh, that sounds like it's to... white. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Fact. <laughs> Chris,
1: you get to do your black cards
3: again, so...
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Cool. Ephara's uh, Radiance.
2: Boo. Can you just skip this one?
3: <laughs> <laughs> one I think i it. An it. <laughs> uh, it's an Aura. An enchanted creature has uh, pay a lot of mana, gain three life. <laughs> so if you put this on the uh, Inspired Dude, Ureko's Sun Guide, you will get... A Shitload of life every turn. Okay, moving on to next card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do I pronounce
4: this? Excoriate.
3: Okay,
0: how ex- the hell excoriate? did Nate pronounce that right?
4: That's what I had to pause and just like let that sink and going. Nate said it right. The like, the,
0: the same dude. host who coined the phrase Ethel armor <laughs> just <laughs> pronounced armor? excoriate properly. It's like
4: the It'd world stopped for a moment to, to comprehend, it's like, wait, he
2: does understand the English language, he can speak it.
3: Uh, what does excoriate even mean?
2: Um, it means to exile a tapped creature for three and a white.
3: <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> garbage <laughs> is what it means. No, yeah, that's what the card does. Three and a white, exile, target, type creature. It's a sorcery. Yeah, no. And uh, as, as an it's instant, garbage. it would probably yeah. see play.
2: No, because divine verdict is just strictly better, isn't it?
4: Oh yeah, the white edict all day yeah. every day.
2: <laughs> well, it's not the yeah, well. I mean, it's not put, the white edict. Uh, it's not a Celestial get, you player,
3: right? With this, right?
2: Yeah, I guess if so.
3: Was
2: i was thinking of divine verdict, which is better. Formal censure or criticize severely. Yeah, that's a horrible card. Yeah. Anyway, bad card.
3: And then we have uh, Great Heart, which is a uh, pillar filled ox. Uh, Three and a white for 2 4 creature. And uh, no, that doesn't make the cut into any deck.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, when it comes no. to limited, it does, though. Kind no, it of. Barely. Barely. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad either.
2: No, it doesn't. It's just awful. It's yeah. bad. You uh, so need go. another white creature.
3: <laughs> Griffin <laughs> Defender. Dream finder. for Two white and three. Total of five. You get a one-four flyer. Uh, Griffin Dreamfinder. When Griffin Dreamfinder enters the battlefield, return target enchantment card from your graveyard to your hand. Because Aromancer wasn't enough.
1: Yeah, Aromancer wasn't good enough. We're going to turn this into a one-four flyer. Just make an Aromancer. Yeah. No.
3: Aromancer seems a lot better than this guy. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. It's
2: a lot cheaper, and... I mean, this guy defends a little bit better, but... yeah. To the floor, but
4: paying five to try to hold down the fort doesn't seem like something you want to do. No, no, not really.
3: If you need the aura monster number five to eight, then look for Griffin Dreamfinder. Yep. Amazing. Sure. Hold at bay. It's an instant for one and a white. <laughs> Prevent the next seven damage would be dealt to target creature or player this turn.
2: Why is it seven damage? Uh, Apparently, it's seven damage is important.
3: Healing solve on steroids.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And worse, I think.
3: Yeah, and there are better options for this. For this. Effect. In the format already. Yeah. So, uh, and now we come to one of the more interesting cards: so loyal Pegasus, one white mana for two, one flyer that can't attack or block alone.
2: Yeah,
3: so
1: white weenie. <laughs> yeah, this is white weenie. This is almost like they're making our what's the red what's the
4: red goblin conscripts doesn't... or yeah. goblin cohort?
2: jackal yes. so jackal familiar nice. familiar is, jackal familiar is the comparable yeah I Got
3: oh, yeah. a white jackal familiar. <laughs> well, except yeah. that he wasn't flying. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, this but, is a, a card that could be strong enough for mm-hmm. classic Popper. Oh yeah,
2: easily. The problem is that he doesn't attack until turn three minimum. And by then you're just uh, you know it's not really great, right? He doesn't have any built-in resiliency. Uh, uh-huh. He's also going to weaken you to electricity, and make he's also going to weaken you to serrated arrows. In classic, I don't think this guy sees play. In if classic. you
1: want to, if you're playing weight Weenie classic, just play the bird instead that had that you're yeah yeah for a soldier. I think tonight. you're
3: playing all of them, but this guy doesn't activate War Falcon as well, so that's an anti-synergy.
1: Yeah, but I mean. Yep. Well, as far as White Weenie is concerned and Standard Popper, yeah, it's, it's good enough.
4: Yeah, it might this be good enough to try, enough. easily.
3: I think this will see play in a lot of Standard Popper decks.
2: Yeah. Sweet. Yep.
3: Next card. And it's the best card so far, <laughs> by far. Yes, it is. Uh, then we have Mortals Ardor. What does that mean?
2: Man, we just... I don't have a dictionary, Dan.
3: This is why what we have
0: like, level? internet. This is why
1: we have Chris, the English major.
0: It's, in, like, it's like enthusiasm.
1: Enthusiasm okay, so, or passion?
3: So, so it's a guy that can die and he's enthusiastic. Yes, he's enthusiastic about dying. Alright, and this costs one mana for an instant. Uh, target creature gets plus one plus one and gains lifelink the end of turn. Didn't we just see this card in another. That's just sure. I... Yeah, uh, didn't get used to yeah.
1: that either. Yeah, this is a strictly uh, a limited card. If if that is it good enough to be a heroic
3: enabler to. in standard Popper?
2: Uh, yeah, it's, it can be a heroic enabler. Right? Yeah, it's it a
3: heroic a... enabler. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe you shouldn't be looking for heroic enablers in standard. No, Pauper. you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Heroic is an actual thing there in standard Popper, right? Yeah, you can't. Uh, you I don't can't, think it is. It
3: there is no heroic, heroic
2: deck really. It could be. I think you could make
3: one. Pro- I asked the question to Brandon, actually, I said that there are still too few cards. Okay. Uh, but it's possible that it could be done in uh, in the next set. Alright. So, moving on. Nick's Born Shieldmate, 1 mana for 1 2. Uh, that's better than Squire. It has bestowed <laughs> 1 uh, white and 2 mana for uh, Enchanted Creature, gets plus 1 plus 2.
1: Strictly more expensive, unholy or holy strength.
3: Yeah, the holy yeah, strength
2: becomes a one becomes a dude. Man, yeah. so. the other dude dies. I don't know. He's he's playable, right? He's gonna he's gonna provide mild synergy, right? To um, to not war falcon. What's the other card? Like the heroic cards in general. Yeah, I guess it's just the heroic cards in general. And he's also a soldier, which isn't irrelevant. Yeah, right. Soldiers. Uh, is one of the key types that lets you enables your War Falcon. Yeah. For one. Uh, not that there War a Falcon is playing a
3: soldier in uh, in Popper. No, not I'm, really at the moment. But there, yeah. but he is
2: human, which works off with cavalry Pegasus. So. See, so, you know, like the synergies is there, right? He's a he's a fine card on his own. I don't know that he sees play. He might just just not be good enough compared yeah. to other cards. But like, he's fine. Yeah.
4: Uh, next next one is really is, going in that green white hexproof aura strategy. Just throw him in there as an extra one, because why not? Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh next card is Oresco's Sun Guide that we talked about last time. Yeah. Uh, it's a bear, two mana. Uh, one white and one colourless for two two. But it has inspired. Whenever Oresco's Sun Guide becomes untapped, you gain two life. Yay.
4: So tackle that sun bitch every time you get a chance, basically? Yeah, pretty much. Just tackle them.
0: So instead of a hate bear it's a care bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh much.
3: care bear stare. <laughs> pretty much. Uh Epiphany Storm, the red card. Yeah. It's a combo with this.
2: It's a card's combo with
3: any inspired guys. Yeah, pretty nice. And springless drum is not a common this time, so we can't use that. Yeah, stupid standard popper. Is there another way to enable the Sun Guide, except attacking or uh, Epiphany storming him?
2: Uh, I'm sure there is. Uh, well, there's Aqueous Form,
3: uh,
2: right, which lets your guide be unblockable, so you can tap him like that. Yeah. Um, then you also have Hidden Strings, is another way to do it. Sweet. Um, I don't know what else. There's other stuff, I'm sure.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, auto including white Weenie as Avery, and uh, a combo enabler. Well, There's such a thing as combo in if,
1: if you look at like this set from the standpoint of draft, drafting it in Limited, you have a lot of these enchantments that are uh, tapped to do something. Yeah, we're, I, mean, I think we're going to see a few more. Yeah, I think we're going to see a, f- a few more things like this, that when they untap they do something. So I yeah. think that enables the when it comes to limited, it enables the
2: the uh, those little enchantments that we don't like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So play
2: some bad cards to make a semi decent mechanic. And yeah, pretty much. Roughly, almost playable.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the last white, white card worse. is a reprint from Scars of Mirrodin. It's revoke existence. I liked this card the first time. Like it's it a sorcery for one and a white, uh, remove target, artifact, or enchantment from the game.
4: That's sideboard material, actually. It's sideboard material. Given him. the amount
3: of aura monsters in the format, it should see some sideboard play, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that does it for white. So white as a whole, how do you feel? Pretty bad, isn't it? There were a couple of decent weenies, but uh, nothing revolutionary. The best thing was a Pegasus
4: that could be potentially used and a sideboard option. Yeah. Go white.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, then, that brings us to blue. Does that bring us any extra hope? (laughs) I don't know. I hope so. Blue's good, usually, but this set is bad. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this set is awful, man, it's just awful. Uh, okay, so starting us off, we have "Course of the Tides for three and a blue. We have a creature, Siren, who's a 3-2 flying. That's eh, not too bad, right? That's
3: playable That's... in Standard Popper if there's yeah. a deck to support it. Yeah. It's got
2: Heroic, and whenever you cast a spell that targets it, Scry 1. The effect isn't really that strong, in my opinion. No. No. Like, I'm not going to... am
3: bonus I'm, on a decent body.
2: Yeah, that's what you're really going for here. Is, like, is the bonus good enough? Well, I mean, so you're not playing it for the bonus. You're not really going to build around enabling your heroic. Your dude to get heroic, but, yeah, Skry is fine. Wasn't there a 3-4 from the last set that was
4: like just better for the same cost? Was it a Chimera or something like that?
2: Uh, no, it wasn't. It was one more. It cost one more, more mana. Oh, that okay. Three, three Bulbu for a Prescient Chimera. Okay. Which, yeah, I'm probably playing the pressing Chimera, over this, so yeah, not playable. Okay, uh, next is Crypsis. Yep, which is an instant for one and a blue. It's a kind of interesting effect for a blue to get. Target creature you the control gains. Board. Yeah, target creature you control gains protection from creatures your opponents control until end of turn. Untap it. Huh. Let's- yeah, you know, blue doesn't usually get damage prevention like that, right? This
1: might be their way of saying unblockable.
2: Well, unblockable, sure, but I think it does you're more than using just it, that too. You're using it on like something that can block yeah. their thing and not die, I guess. So it sort of becomes like a like a pseudo doomblade type of effect. Yeah, interesting. That's weird. Yeah, it is. Alert.
3: Quote Avery here. Uh, blue removal. Blue needed something like this very badly. The fact that it can be used offensively to push through lethal damage is a nice bonus. Well,
2: that's. It's just such a strange card to see in blue. It's kind of like, kind of like Coral Net in classic Popper, right? You yeah. Like just Doom bl- His Doomblade effect. Like blue doesn't get that usually. So yeah, this is very interesting, of a card. It might just be too expensive to really make use of though, because usually with these, combat type tricks, you want them to be cheaper than. You want to be like
3: just a single mana. Yeah, but But, giving giving you the ability to stay in blue and not have to splash color is, I I guess,
1: I guess ideally you're going to be playing this at not at instant speed, but at sorcery speed Mm. before you attack. Yeah, I mean, so I I guess it really doesn't even really need to be an instant. But it could, I mean, in, in a no, no,
4: It still works defensively, though, as it an instant. It works assist, defensively,
1: because... yeah, it works defensively as an instant. But I mean, mainly if you're going to be offensive with this, you're not playing at instant speed,
2: so... Yeah. I guess my big... Well, sp- oh, I mean, no, Triton Tactics is uncommon, isn't it? Never mind.
3: I'm pretty impressed by the design of this card.
2: Yeah, but... it's, it's pretty nifty. Yeah. Uh, we're going to put this on the watch list. Probably something
1: there. Probably something uh, w- wizards decided to, to shoot around the office. Hey, let's, let's try this
2: and see what happens. Okay. Next up, we have a card <laughs> that I hate, and that's a Deep Water Hypnotist. It's a one and a blue for a two-one Merfolk wizard with this ability: Inspired. Whenever Deep Water Hypnotist comes on tap target creature. On opponent controls. He's a minus three, minus zero until end of the turn. Does anybody actually use these types of effects? Uh, no. No. <laughs> No, this is last pick and limited. Stop printing this type of effect. It's awful. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Like wizards, Jesus Christ! No, this, this Stop is printing this
3: effect. To a two power creature at least for two mana. Uh, yeah.
4: Yeah, but it it's only triggers way. if you get a free attack with them. Yeah. So if you attack with them, turns are okay. I'll throw my one one in front of it. Take it. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Stop it's printing so this effect, wizards. Oh,
1: Nobody cares about it. It oh, is combination.
4: Like... <laughs> yeah.
2: If you haven't
1: got your divinations, that you can get it again.
2: Yeah. Divination, we're gonna uh, strap you cards. It's Yay. already in the format. That's it's amazing. already in the format. Let's reprint
1: it. whatever. It's their new card that they can just throw into blue every time and they can't think
4: of anything else. It ain't no naturalized yet, yeah. but it's getting there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is getting there. Divination's sweet and limited, though. So Was it in Theros? No, it... no, no, it wasn't. So it, it is, is now?
3: will uh, do something for block then.
2: Yeah. Damn. I don't know. I'm still going to play the same block deck when a million packs off of that block deck. so. Oh, <laughs> Alright, so next we have um, another like inspired enabler, and I actually kind of like this one. It's a blue mana for an enchantment. Enchant creature. Enchant creature has uh, one blue tap. Target player puts top three cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. So the reason I like this is because the inspired enabler for one or Inspiration Enabler. Inspired? Yeah, Inspired Enabler and Mill
3: Sweet <laughs> So what uh, what Inspire cards do you want to use in your middle deck? Um
2: Deepwater
0: Hymn <laughs> <laughs> <It's just>, no, <laughs> <not really. laughs> It can do something
3: <laughs> oh, But it doesn't do anything in the middle deck because it doesn't really defend you because no, um, it only gets minus 3, minus 0 on your turn
2: yeah, I don't know, like I mean, maybe this is like a blue white type control deck. You use with like Euresco Sun Guide or uh, I know there's some other inspired creatures here, here, like oh Sphinx of Disciple is another one. That that you can uh, you know, unta- uh, you can untap the Sphinx of Disciple and draw a card.
3: Yeah. It seems like a great way to getting two for one.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're probably right, but uh, I'd be like the 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 inspired enabler of this this kind of card because actually does something that's sort of relevant. You can build a build a mill deck around it, and you know, are they going to target your hover barrier or not? Hover barrier. What is the card? Uh, Murmuring phantasm with this, just to get rid of this enchantment. I don't know. I think it's fine. Yeah. It's probably not really playable. This is just the Johnny and me trying to build a mill deck, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, next we have. Blood Tide Serpents. Four and a blue for a 4 4 Serpent. And you can't attack unless you return an enchantment you control to its owner's hand.
3: Wow. What huh. do you guys think of this? Reality acid.
1: Yeah. That's okay, what I yeah. thought.
2: That's what I initially thought right away with the card. It's a little. It's super slow to get that, that engine going. Yeah.
3: And besides,
1: every blue color needs a sea serpent in it from every block.
3: Yeah, naturally. naturally. this is a really good sea serpent compared to the other. <laughs> compared yeah. to your standard serpent, <laughs> yes. You can
2: also you can also use it with like the um, with like the cycling enchantments from Theros, like the uh, Fate Foretold and uh, Chosen by Heliod. The, the, the enchantments that draw you a card whenever they enter the battlefield, so you can use that. In combo with Flood Tide Serpent, just make yourself a repeated draw engine, hey, which is where I'm looking to use.
3: Uh, heroic guys, a Crown Skyguard and Wingside Raider.
2: Yep. To you know, redo those, or you know, hey, you want to re- you want to bestow something else on something different? So, yeah, you play this guy, you slap like a Nimbus Naiad or something on it, bestow a Nimbus Naiad on it, and just have repeatable card draw.
3: Isn't yeah, for double. for a, a huge body in standard popper.
4: It's a pretty solid body usually, but it's not com- nothing compared to the Nescent Asp. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, but if you're not
3: playing against Green, there are few creatures of this size, right? Pretty much. Oh, pretty much. Nothing on the board.
2: Yeah. There you go. So, I like this card a lot. It's pretty pretty nice for standard popper. That's for sure. A little bit too slow for classic popper, but pretty yeah. nice for standard popper.
3: Yeah, uh, next a builder on me card.
2: Yeah, for sure. Next up we have uh like my my pick for like best card is uh nullify. I'm on the same wavelength as you, I agree. Yep. So nullify is blue blue for counter target creature or aura spell. Sweet.
4: Correction. Yeah. Bone target spell in hexproof auras deck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For all those who are out there who said never again to Auras, here you are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you get in blue. It's pretty sweet. Uh, so- Avery,
3: Avery looked at the last four events uh, on uh, uh, Galling on PDC Magic, and uh, 20 out of 27 decks played Auras, and all of them played creatures. So, okay. this is
1: quite a good card. This this should really just have a picture with the word hexproof with the middle finger above it.
2: That's all it is. Just... I don't know if i will go that far. But um, <laughs> no Yeah, it's a really good card, right? It's always I mean, everything in Popper right now is based around creatures. Yeah. You know, the one like sort of exception is gonna be Burn, but uh, I'm talking about classic popper here
0: too.
4: Yeah.
2: But you know, even Burn runs creatures with Marauders, killing fiends, stuff like that, so you're pretty much always gonna have a target for this. Yeah, unless it's Razor Whip. Uh, yeah, and... Yeah. <laughs> razor Whip? Yeah, that, For standard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll run my annuls, then. We're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's cool, though, because Deprive, when I'm playing Delver, one of my sideboard options is against Hexproof, I'll bring in Deprives, right? Because I want to be able to counter the Ancestral Mask or the high mana enchantments that I can't spell stutter. So... You know, and then this will serve double duty for me against Hexproof because it'll be able to counter those auras or it will be able to counter their creatures. Yeah. And then I can also still bring it in in the same places where I bring in Deprives, which I'm usually bringing in Deprives against the drifter matchups. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is a really good card. It's going to see play in Classic for sure. I know that because I'm going to play it.
3: Do you think <laughs> it will uh, replace Deprive?
2: I don't know if it entirely yeah. replaces Deprive because, I mean, we, we already have Essence Scatter and. Uh, psychic barrier that could be ran in place of deprive, but uh, psychic
3: barriers in some players right in classic.
2: Yeah, it sees a little bit occasionally. You might you might see it one or two of in a list occasionally, but um, but I think this has just enough utility for me that I'm gonna run it in place of the deprive that I have on my board, and I might have might even just run two, because this is also gonna be very good against uh, monoblack control too, because it can counter the uh, well I guess it cannot counter. Oobliot, can
3: it? No, it can't. No. Okay, There's well... There's something an
2: aura. Yeah. Oobliot's just a dumb spell.
0: Alright.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm still going to run this over Thrive, it's, my is in my board. It's like another take on null, but without artifacts and adding creatures. It's it's kind of cool.
3: It looks pretty good. Yep.
2: So, good card. Next up, Nyxborn Triton. 2 and a blue for 2-3, but it has Bestow for 4 and a blue. Yeah. So, Hexproof deck, make your guy really big?
4: Possibly. Something to fill in it, for your drop when you don't drop
3: the real sl- armor. Uh, still kind of slow. Everything it will see play because of Bestow, because plus 2, plus 3 is a very nice bonus.
2: Yeah, that's a nice It's just a really big bonus there. Uh then we have like my view for the worst cards in blue, maybe? Retraction Helix instant for a blue mana. Until end of turn target creature gains tap, return target and only a permanent to its owner's hand.
4: What up, banishing neck? Haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I don't even know what that does. It's like a it's cute It's the same thing. It was printed Yeah, It's and tied. like
1: a cute little it's like a cute little at end of turn ability.
4: We don't happen to have Golem Foundry and Rusted Golem, no, do
1: we? No, we don't. We don't have those, so it's
2: bad. Damn. <laughs> okay, so my problem with this is that it doesn't... It's not a tempo card at all, because your creatures... I mean, it can sort of act like an unsummon, but you want to be attacking with those creatures, right? If you're going to unsummon their creature and play the tempo game, you really want to be able to attack with the creatures, and having to tap your creature to make that ability happen is uh, a tempo disadvantage, yeah. And it's just not really good enough. So basically, I'm either going to be playing Disperse here or uh, Unsummon, but I guess we don't have Unsummon yeah. right now. So maybe Disperse is our only real choice for tempo. Yeah.
1: I think if they really oh. wanted to make this card more playable, they would have put Draw a Card at the bottom
3: of the card. That would be too bad. <laughs> that would have been really good.
2: Yeah. I'd play that card if it.
3: We, we did Heck work yeah, in the format you could make an argument for this over on someone but I think I'll take on someone any day or even yeah. disperse
2: yeah I think I'm just playing disperse over this uh, next I already talked about this a little bit but we have a Sphinx's Disciple for 3 blue blue you get a 2-2 flyer which is a pretty awful cost but it has the inspired ability whenever Sphinx's Disciple comes untapped draw a card
3: that's pretty strong for standard pauper
2: so
4: basically a yes. one-sided howling mine for you with a body
0: Kinda. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like
2: no, it's not bad at all. You get an extra card every turn, right uh, after the first, assuming they don't kill it. And that's actually kind of a, a boon in its own. Is that they sort of have to kill it because yeah. you get to you get to untap with it. Well, every time you untap with it, you're drawing lots of cards. So
3: there you go. It looks like a finisher in a control deck.
2: Yeah, it's like a mini mull drifter. Yeah.
3: Very
2: slow Muldrifter <laughs> <laughs> Very very slow Muldrifter But it is comparable to a Muldrifter uh, Next we have Stratus Walk Which is my uh, I, like I love this, this, this card <laughs> Enchantment, Chain Creature Whenever it enters the battlefield draw a card Enchantment, Creature has flying you can only block creatures with flying So like Sort of like a heroic enabler for one And, and then it sort of makes your guys a Vaporkin
3: mm-hmm. Which is really interesting looks like a really strong heroic enabler with as it replaces itself
2: yeah cycle I don't think I don't think white got a cycle like this a card right like this do they? where something where the enchantment enters the battlefield and you draw a card I don't think white got that this turn Mm-mm. nope once again blue beating out white because blue always gets the best cards yeah it's pretty sweet I don't know if it actually sees any play, but it is nice to have an expert in like an Auras type deck, and just a generally nice cycling card to have. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with it. And the final blue card, heroic. Um, yeah, like it's fine. Just give your dude flying.
3: It's a lot like, of mana for that. And I want to
2: have a. I mean, I want to have the uh, the heroic guys in my deck so I can take advantage of this if possible, but. Uh, you know, I'll also play it on a guy, even if I don't have a heroic guy out. Yeah. But maybe the deck lists are too tight and this doesn't make the cut. I don't know.
0: The final card we have is
2: Sudden Storm, which is not a fun card. Three and a blue for tap up to two target creatures. Those creatures don't untap during their controller's next untap steps in Scry 1. So we have a frost, frost Breath for one more mana, and you get to Scry. Eh... I don't know, is Tempo really a thing in Standard Popper?
3: Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, there is a control deck. There is a blue-red control deck.
2: So tempo is a really strong deck, this is actually a fine, this is a fine card, because you do get to set up your next draw step. So that's pretty nice. And that's why I think this card is way better than Frost Breath, but still like not really that great, because Frost Breath, Frost Breath isn't really that great. Even in the most optimal situations, it's not really that great.
3: Yeah. It has to be a very specific situation for this to be good.
0: Yep.
2: So you have to set up your deck as a massive Tempo deck and uh, hope that it comes at the right time.
3: Uh, Probably a sideboard card against other Flyers if you are doing one of the Blue Flyers. Sure.
2: That's it for Blue.
1: What do you think of the set as a whole? Or the Blue as a whole? I think the set as a whole is awful. Yeah, but it's I think
2: blue. Blue. <laughs> uh, blue is fine. Blue is okay. It's, uh, it's got some interesting build-around cards. And it's got, like, the only card that I think will actually see real play in Classic popper, Which is nullifying. Yep. So I think blue definitely got a... It's way off, way better off than white, for sure. Yeah. Except the stupid minus three, minus zero card. Yeah.
4: Oh, you don't like the Hypnotist? No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't
2: I don't think anyone does. Yeah. Nobody, nobody likes that effect. Who? Nobody likes that effect. It doesn't matter what form you put it in. Nobody likes that effect. No, it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> sensory, okay, so an M14, Sensory Deprivation is actually like a decent card, just because of the way that M14 pans out. But nobody... I would, I'll, I'll pass Sensory Deprivation for days. <laughs> you know, like, unless there's literally nothing else in, in my colors, then I'll probably... Not gonna take the sensory deprivation because I hate the card the, I hate the effect that much it's yeah. annoying like I want to know so people if you listen to this leave a comment or post you know post a comment or email us or tweet us or something Tell me if you like this effect I will bet that I will get zero tweets <laughs> zero comments and feedback yeah. that they like this effect nobody likes this effect it's stupid yeah it's just lame
1: all right. On to Mr. Plummer with black.
0: Alright. So up first we have Asphyxiate, which is a black black colorless for a sorcery that says destroy target untapped creature. That's sorcery. And I don't like this very much, both because it's sorcery speed. In Classic Pauper, you have access to a multitude of other effects. You know, just for instance, Doom Blade. Things of that nature. And why why just, was murder
3: too good? It's like this it's, is so much worse than murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: <laughs> you. Know, it's it's designed around um, designed around the set as opposed to designed around being some sort of functional replacement. Yeah. As such, I don't think it's very good. It's
4: like reverse assassinate. Except way slower.
1: <laughs> yeah, except way slower because i mean assassinate sure is an instant assassinate is a sorcery too it's a one oh. one black two others that is a straight target tap creature it's like a reverse assassinate but for two black two black mana so that just makes it worse that like even assassinate would be better than this
0: yep <laughs> pass
3: but isn't uh, yeah. the removal in Theros pretty bad compared to the removal in Return to Ravnica? Yeah, the removal
1: in Theros is ab- absolutely dreadful.
2: So this yeah, we might have really to play exist. this
3: come November in San Yeah,
2: Apple. for sure you're gonna. Have to, I mean, yeah, you're probably gonna have to play this in staple. Because the removal in Theros is practically non-existent. Yeah, that's the way. That's why I can get away with like the monsters deck that I play in block constructed, is because the ther- the removal is just non-existent. Yeah. so. Um, yeah, just having more removal is nice. And this is actually unconditional removal, right? There's you don't this isn't damage, this is just I'm gonna kill your big thing. But So this is good against uh, Nessian Nessie Asp and
1: In the same respect though, someone can be playing that playing any one of these tap to do something abilities to really nullify it.
3: And you really have to get the nessian asp before it attacks.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes, yes you do.
0: Yeah, I think that it, I mean Given what you're saying about it, not having a lot of experience with the Theros block as whole, um, it makes me wish it was an instant, because it would be nice to be able to have that, so when your opponent plays their their big guy, taps themselves out for it or whatever, then you can just play this and instantly destroy it. Yeah. But giving it a chance to survive until your next turn just seems really so far in this case.
1: The scenario I pick pick out right away is Sphinx Disciple and the Evanescence Intellect, okay? So I am sitting here with this this Sphinx Disciple and, uh, evidence and select, or, or the intellect on the Sphinx. They go to target my Asphyxiate. In response, I pay one blue and one colorless and tap it, and now that Asphyxiate does absolutely nothing. Because I just tapped it as an answer.
3: Yeah, that makes yeah. it... It's pretty conditional as removal.
1: But I mean, if you have a way of tapping it your creature, to avoid Asphyxiate killing it, you can do it. It doesn't matter. That, that, that's just... You can avoid it.
3: There are very few ways sort of doing that at instant speed, right? Yeah,
1: um... I'm just saying, you, you yeah. could do it. And that's the reason why I don't like it.
3: Yeah.
2: Just...
1: That right. condition but just makes give you, it bad.
2: Just give you an idea of what the removal is in Theros Block Constructed, you have a Flash of the Whip was four and a black for minus four, minus four to a creature. And then you have Sip of Hemlock, which is four black black for a destroy target creature You uh, that creature's controller loses two life. And then you have Hero's Downfall, which is a rare. And Hero's Downfall is the instant speed murder.
3: So it pretty much means that all removal in Standard proper comes from the core set.
2: Yeah, core set or uh, RTR block, so... No. Like this uh, this is actually a decent removal spell. I mean it is sorcery speed, but it's cheap compared to a lot of things that you're gonna be hitting. It's certainly cheaper than sip of hemlock and lash of the web. So there no. you go.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the land of in the land of crap the less crappy is king.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright. Claim of Erebos. Uh, black and colorless enchantment aura. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature has black and colorless tap. Target player loses two life. Sweet. Uh-huh. Inspired enabler. Yeah, inspired enabler.
2: Yeah. And heroic enabler.
0: Yeah.
1: Again, playing black blue. It works with that Sphinx.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. A lot of this stuff that, that, well, of the two that I've read so far, but more so what I've heard from you guys, a lot of this stuff is very conditional. Yeah. Like, more so than what I'm used to seeing. For sure. So, all right. Eye Gouge, single black <laughs> instance. Target creature gets minus one, minus one until end of turn. If it's a Cyclops, destroy it. A cyclops <laughs> Finally, they stopped eye partner? candy.
3: <laughs> because
4: you yeah. really hate Nivix Cyclops. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I guess if Nivix Cyclops is popping up and that deck's a thing, then this is oh sideboard yeah the material for sure.
3: Yeah, it must but, be a mistake to sideboard a card against the, the four of your opponent's cards.
1: My one question though is: Does gouge really affect the eye Candy deck that much? Being that they're going to run a massive amount of Apostles' Blessings and
3: I was thinking standard Popper.
1: Yeah,
2: but I'm not in general. So I mean,
3: obviously. can. Um, yeah, it's a
2: it's it's a one mana Vindicate, right? Yeah. It's it's fine. I, I'll I'll do the same thing. But if, if I'm playing um, red decks against uh, Cyclops decks, I sideboard in four Pyroblasts with the sole intent that those Pyroblasts are only going to hit Cyclopses. Okay. You know, I mean, they have extra utility against like Delvers or Preordains or yeah. whatever, but. You know Those those four bar- Power Blasts that I bring in are solely for the Cyclops. Yeah. So, I don't know that if I'm playing black then I'm going to dedicate four high gouges to my sideboard to deal with Cyclops, yeah. but it's nice to have still. It's an option too if we really hate Cyclops like I do.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does the standard pauper eye uh, candidates play something with one toughness?
2: Well, uh? I don't know. Let's check it out. I think kill the
1: fiend. The fiend is a one-two, and the cyclops
2: is more than that too. No, no, they have. Looking at the uh, S the the MPDC deck list here mm-hmm. by Doctor Dementi, a second place place, answers and Frostburn and Weirds there's other creatures. So no, okay, no, so no. So, no. Double. What does bow, serve like,
3: or
2: but it does serve extra utility against? Um, white weenie decks like against the Zorius arresters or daring skyjacks or whatever so it does have yeah. it does have extra utility or the new pegasus that we got yeah Yeah. or the one one for one in a white that we
3: got
4: oh the crow and skyguard yeah solid options they could see play yeah so it's
3: the, if you are bringing this in over a other removal in <laughs> standard popper. Right, but I mean, we just have a discussion that. of
4: how bad the removal is anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in
3: November, maybe. Depending on Yui. Uh, yeah,
2: I mean, but the point is really that um, it's it serves as utility, right? So you, you get to target like a really dangerous creature, but you also have this utility against decks that are particularly weak, that have a whole bunch of one-toughness guys. So yeah. you do have... like, It serves multiple purposes in a sideboard, and, when your cyborg space is really tight, that's when this kind of card is really yeah. really great to have.
0: Yeah. In my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Up next is Felhide Brawler, which is a black and a colorless two two Minotaur. Can't block unless you control another Minotaur. Well, right off the bat, if you're thinking classic popper, there's no room for this guy in existing decks and your two is so crowded with stuff that needs to do other oh, <laughs> Much more important than what this guy's bringing to the table.
2: Yeah.
3: How can um, you even make a bear with a disadvantage in okay.
2: 2014?
4: Yeah, now they're they're too kind of strong, this too strong. Too strong. Two men of two twos ain't having it. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Going all the way back to Mercadian Mass, folks. <laughs> um, now uh, the. This guy was built for the Minotaur tribal theme in Theros Block. Yeah. And he is like the first two mana Minotaur like ever, so. That is true. Most Minotaurs are at least, at least three mana, usually
3: moving up the ranks to four or five mana. It would have been better if it cost a uh, red black instead of one black. Because of yeah. the, the rage guy that. It reduces the cost of Minotaurs by red and black. Yeah, it would have been free to play. Get that guy in play. Yeah. yeah, he's fine.
0: Okay. Okay. Ooh. Forsaken Drifters. Black and three colorless for a when Zambi. Forsaken <laughs> Zambies. When Forsaken Drifters dies, put the top four cards of your library into your graveyard. Um, how's dredge doing? <laughs> uh, nope, still not a deck. Moving okay, on. Still not a deck. <laughs> because much like much like other Chris wants to make something with mill, I see this and I keep thinking, ooh dredge, and I just it's nope. just a road to disappointment.
3: Is there any reason you would want to mill yourself in Standard Popper?
0: In Standard mm-hmm. popper? I don't believe so. No. Like, no. I've been out of the loop for this block, so I'm, I'm not entirely sure.
4: Having creature anything no. in your grave is essentially to getting hit by Crypt Incursion. So, the yeah. No. Okay. Demir Mill likes this deck. Likes <laughs> this card because Demir just... Mill thanks you for playing this card. Yeah, Demir, Demir Mill thanks you like thank you very much. I'm glad you're playing that. Thank you for your poor choice. <laughs> Let me educate you. <laughs>
0: Those are four colors that right. I used. Alright, <laughs> Grizzly Transformation. Black and two colorless four. In God
4: damn it. Sorry. How do you have your damn phone?
2: So unprofessional. Sorry. Yeah, yeah stop yeah. means freaking unprofessional, Dor you Dorcasaurus Rex. Did you just say Dorcasaurus? I like it. Rex. With a straight face.
4: <laughs> King, King of
0: the Dorcasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Grizzly Transformation, Black and Two Colorless, Enchantment Aura, Enchant Creature. When Grizzly Transformation enters the battlefield, draw a card. Enchanted Creature has Intimidate. So, that second ability, whatever. So, do I want to pay Black and Two Colorless to draw a card? I don't think I do. No.
4: No. No.
2: No. So. The
0: one benefit. Next.
1: Uh, Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, there's no benefit to this. No. Looking
1: on the bright side. If you, get, sorry. if you
0: get something stuck in your teeth, you can use it to try and get
4: it out. You need an emergency coaster, or do what I do: when people are taking too long with their turns. Start building a card castle. <laughs> Apparently, that's offensive though, so I wouldn't suggest you crack that. Crack
0: a pack on the toilet, and you realize that the toilet paper roll is empty. Do <laughs> um, <all laughs> right. you really want to use
4: sharpened cardboard to wipe your anus?
2: <laughs>
4: Moving so on.
0: The can you put it like who's that? Cra- yes.
2: Who's cracking a pack while they're taking a dump? Yeah, That's right. what I want to know. Someone who's
4: really excited about magic? <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I want to know what I got. I got a poop. Multitasking. Crack. Oh. <laughs> it was garbage.
0: Look, you can't tell me during the height of Jace the Mind Sculptor days if you cracked a foil, what you probably wouldn't want to have been sitting on the toilet for when you shit yourself.
4: <laughs> this is kind cool. <laughs> of cool. Creatively setting yourself up? In worst case scenario, I'm ready. Marshmuss Titan.
0: We should mo- Yeah, good, good call, Nate. Marshmuss Titan, <laughs> <laughs> black and six colorless for a giant. He's a four-five. Uh, Marshmuss, Marsh, marsh Marshmuss Titan. Marshmuss Titan. Marshmuss Titan. X plus cast, where X is your devotion to black, and devotion again. Each black in the mana cost of permanence. you count, you control all counts toward your devotion to black. So.
4: Mono Black Devotion's a thing. Yeah, it is. This
3: is getting some attention. Of, <laughs> yeah, the... yeah. You want to give him a solid finish
4: That might do some work right next to Merchant of Asphodel.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's not bad.
2: No, this is definitely going to see play in standard popper for sure. Yeah. If it happens, I, th- I, that, I foresee it,
3: cost, it wouldn't be better.
2: <laughs> yeah. I actually, I foresee. Um, like a Jun style deck, kind of like what we have right now with standard mono black devotion. I think that now moves into standard popper a little bit better now. Yeah. I mean, this, this guy is a. He's a, just a roadblock to everything. It's a, solid he's a 4 5. It's 4 5, so he's going to block everything. And... It's black Destin's ass, more or less, without yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it Yeah. Co- and it costs less. It's probably going to exactly. cost less when you cast it, too. So
0: okay. Yeah,
2: this guy's sweet.
0: Yeah. So, Necrobite.
2: Hey,
4: reprints. After reprint. Audience.
0: Black and too colorless for an instant. Target creature gains death touch until end of turn. Regenerate it. Well, there is a lack of removal in standard. Yeah. I mean, to swing in, hope your opponent falls for it and blocks with an important guy, and then you play this. I guess situation...
4: No. No <laughs> a very
0: best case scenario, so no. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> right, the best yeah. option you're is your you're probably to gonna generate to it, your
4: creature, too. in which case you're still probably doing it wrong then. Yeah. Best so case scenario pro- you know, take it out to the rifle range. It's
2: or amazing. sit on the toilet with it.
0: I don't want anything named Necrobite coming near my ass. <laughs> I don't care if just <laughs> just <coming>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Nixborn Eidolon. Black and a colorless for enchantment creature spirit. 2 1. Bestow for 4 colorless and a black. If you cast this card for its bestow cost, it's an aura spell with an enchantment creature. It becomes a creature again if it's not attached to a creature.
2: Is that all it does?
3: It's a, Sweet.
2: It's a 2 1. It gives plus 2 plus 1 if
3: it's bestowed. Is there an aggressive black deck? Um, yeah, mono black devotion.
2: <laughs> so, then, uh,
3: but then this looks quite good.
2: Yeah, like it's fine. It's okay, I guess. I, the, the problem is like, there's not like enough early black creatures, and this guy sort of serves the early black creature role. Yeah, and it has bonus later.
3: It's a basilica creature's spot, pretty much. He's competing for.
2: Yeah, I think so. Basilica's creature is uh, better,
3: though. Pretty nice to put him on Basilica's creature, though.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, I like...
2: The Skype chat is really distracting.
3: Is.
0: I li- <laughs> That's
3: why I don't check
0: it at all. I'm just going to say what I like about this this card. I like that historically in black, I'm used to seeing low creatures that don't do a whole lot, or really expensive creatures that end up just being vanilla as well. You know what I mean? So it's kind of yeah. nice that I have an option with something like this where I can give... Giving something plus 2, plus 1 isn't in, isn't insubstantial later on in the game. You know, if you need it to just push through for that much more damage. And also having a 2, 1, at 2 while it doesn't do anything special in Standard Pauper, I don't necessarily see that as a bad thing. So the fact that it's giving me an option is kind of enticing. But you know, again, not being really up on standard popper with this block. If that's just a foolish way of thinking, I can yeah, I can be told that.
1: It's a good observation.
0: So. Anyway. That's sweet. Okay. Servant of Tymaret. Black and two colorless for another Zambi. One three. Inspired. Whenever servant of Timeret becomes untapped, each opponent loses one life. You gain life equal to the life lost this way. And for black and two colorless, you can regenerate it. Uh that's no. sweet. Really? I think it's sweet. Yes. Yeah, sweet. sweet. You it's, can uh, attack the with it every of Regeneration
3: part. and inspired is pretty good. So
1: basically you get to hit for two and gain one life.
3: Right. That's true. And pretty much, you get to sort block of. stuff and yeah. uh, gain life.
2: Yeah, Every time you every time you block, they lose a life and you gain a life. Okay. Pretty much. So or every time, every time every turn, like yeah. But you can also attack with it every turn, right? And just force the life gain and life loss. Yes. So you force okay, damage. You it for it. So
3: yeah, card's sweet. A so cyber Man. card, card if nothing else.
0: Okay, yeah. I get what you're Your saying. Cards. Okay. I was off. You guys shouldn't have had Yeah. One. Off. You were all. You should have had one. War Chanter of Mogus. Black Black Three Colorless for a Minotaur Shaman three three. Inspired. Whenever War Chanter, chanter of Mogus becomes untapped, target creature you control gains intimidate until end of turn. I don't think no. that's I don't think that's mm. an ability to count on. No. <laughs> by any means.
4: No, especially with black bean pretty damn popular
3: yeah no. so you just cut the grey merchants and put this guy
0: instead I get to find that's a bad no. idea yeah.
3: no <laughs> no
0: <laughs> weight no. of the underworld lack and three colorless for an enchantment aura enchanted creature gets minus three minus two
1: no trying uh, to make an no. even worse dead weight no or a bad dead weight no, that's a pretty bad dead
2: weight. <laughs> it's a dad, bad bad dead weight. No, no, this no, card no. is so
1: bad.
4: What? Yeah, it is. No, it's like
2: It's such a cool card too. Look at the art. Look at the art of this card and tell me this card is not cool.
4: I was about to look at it and it just loaded up a sad face of it because apparently the image doesn't exist. <laughs> that's how bad it is. It's like Wizards apologizing. Yeah, we done we done messed up. We're sorry.
3: Oh, it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, like, the art is cool, like, what it's, what's, what's, it's based on the, um, the guy in the underworld that's, is pushing the rock up the hill. Atlas? Or, no, no, it's based off of Atlas, right? Yeah, it's based off of Atlas. Atlas like, doesn't push up the rock, so, it's
4: the one who holds up the sky.
2: No, no, I know, I know, I, I I corrected myself. Atlas is the one who's holding up, it's like a mix between Atlas and that guy who's pushing the rock up the hill. And, it's just awful, you would expect that card to do so much more. I'm going to call the flavor judge on this and be like, you've you done messed up. Bad flavor judge.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, that was
3: really interesting. It sounds
0: like a, a bad Doritos mascot. The flavor judge. <laughs> 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 Alright, overall impression of black. Um, <sighs> there's some interesting removal. Especially in a, in a block so far this kind of light on it. And um, Marshmist Titan could be good. Um, Servant of Timeret is has potential playability for sure. Those are those are my impressions. Anyone else have anything to add?
1: Not much. Just black doing stuff. Like every other.
0: They're really push.
2: They're really pushing black. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Black seems like it's as as. Worse isn't the, isn't the proper word. As less inspired as some of these seem versus some of the black cards that we've seen in the past. Yeah. Or all of them that are decent. hmm If that makes yeah. sense. Which, I mean, I remember reviewing... You know, I think it was Return to Ravnica. You know, one of the one of those sets in there where it's like, oh, black got nothing. And then the next set review, oh, black got nothing. Yeah. Or, or even before then. But, I mean... Scars Block, nobody got anything anyway, so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so I think that there's some potential in here.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright.
1: Yeah. On to the red. We got our first card here, Bolt of Caranos. One Carlos two red. Bolt of Caranos deals three damage to our creature player. Sky one. Um
4: Annihilating Fire without the yeah, based that's as yeah, it's
1: basically annihilating fire with a different ability. And sorcery. And yeah. sorcery.
3: Yeah, so
0: three front lighting bolt. Yeah. I hear it's, rumors <laughs> that there
3: is a burn deck in standard popper. Yeah, there yeah.
1: is. There, yeah, there is a burn deck. I mean it, it's it's a burn card like every other burn card goes. It's it's just another tool in the burn deck. Yep. I but mean, probably not yeah, anywhere else. Yeah, but not anywhere else. Yeah. Need that one more burn spell for three damage. Three damages. Well usually with burn spells, that like when you're looking at burn spells, one is usually it one one damage is usually it better have some something else with it, otherwise this is a bad card. Two, it's mediocre, it's not good, but it's not bad. Three is usually the kicker to make a burn
4: spell better. Yeah. But three is generally it's termed whether it's
3: playable or not. It's yeah. Like, hey, you can
4: actually kill something. Yeah.
3: Scrying is pretty good for Bondex as well. Yeah, that is gets rid of those land draws
4: they don't need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so
1: Next card, Cyclops of One-Eyed Pass. Two colors and two blue. A vanilla 5-2 red creature.
4: Holy crap, a red creature with blue mana cost?
1: Sweet. Yes, yeah, so we got a 4-drop for 5-2. Dice Gouch. Yeah.
3: Cobble Brute uh, goes to Pteros. <laughs> dice to Doom yeah. Blade. Yeah, dice to eye except one dice,
2: dice, dice, yeah. so. dice to eye gouge. Yeah, that's what he' you're saying is now to eye gouge. Yeah. So,
1: but yeah, it's it's a vanilla creature. As far as when it comes to the vanilla test, it does pass a vanilla. It's a four. It's a five two for four.
2: But yeah. that, we already have Cobble root and Cobble root doesn't. See yeah, fun, but so. the
1: the two, but the toughness of two makes it really weak. Um, next card, Piffany Storm, one red mana, enchanted creature has tap. Enchanted creature has one red mana tap, discard a card, draw a card. Alright. I'm gonna put I I don't like this ability with red.
4: Looter abilities, basically? Yeah. Or reverse looter
1: abilities. This is another one of those abilities that I would almost put in the category of Chris's negative three, negative oh. This is just dumb. In most
2: cases. I don't like it. Okay. But to counter that, Faithless Looting is actually a good card. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, but if- nobody's going to argue that at all. Faithless Looting is a very good card. Yeah. And it's the type of card that Red needs sometimes, yeah. right? It gives Red a lot of reach and lets them. And it also makes Red very good to draft whenever they have this kind of effect in their, cool. in their colors. Yeah,
4: but I, don't know. I guess I don't like it. I'll never play it. I guess the main thing is because it's, it's an enchant creature card. And if you're yeah. playing creatures in the red, you're generally playing them because you want them to bash face. You don't want if you're them wasting it. them to draw cards, is it really worth it? Yeah, I, I
2: get that. Yeah, well, sometimes red, red can be a controlling color, too, so... I, I suppose, yeah, yeah, when good.
3: it comes to colors to other so, ones, maybe, yeah, can...
1: so maybe this is a tool in the burn deck.
3: I want to put this on Servant of Timurit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, like, red's a controlling co- yeah. color. So maybe sense. there
0: maybe
1: there could be some sort of uh, Rakdos build now. I don't know. But, uh... that's it's something control. It yeah. I don't like it.
2: Rummaging <laughs> effects see way more play than minus three, minus zero effects. I, I don't
1: that's like it. That's true, I guess. I personally don't like it.
2: I like rummaging effects. The only, the only reason I ever played red in, in 14 was because if, if I drafted, like, three Academy Raiders... Yeah. That was really fun. Yeah, it is what it you is. Always drew li- you always drew live yeah. with those things. It is what
1: it is. Uh fall of No it's not. Fall of the hammer. One colourless <laughs> one red. Target creature control deals damage equal to its power to target creature. It's half fight. It's half fight, but your creature doesn't die.
3: The better half of
4: fight. <laughs> yeah, the better half of fight. <laughs> Sucker Punch.
1: Yeah, so basically one creature gets to Sucker Punch another creature. Um,
3: And red creatures are known for their power.
1: Maybe if it's not a bad... I guess if you're looking at this from the standpoint of making an aggro deck, it's probably not bad, because you're going to be playing lots of creatures anyway, and this is just a way of... Having removal, but I don't understand. I, I I would much rather play something like Bolt of Karanos or something because it actually does.
2: Do we still
4: have Serious Spear or is that gone?
2: We have Lightning Strike. Have Lightning right. Strike no. I think
1: we had something that was like it, but yeah. <laughs> I guess I'd rather play Lightning Strike over this, but I guess like if you're playing, going uh, for Lightning Strikes, this isn't a bad one of as a kind of a fifth effect for dealing damage to creatures.
3: Would you play this or yeah. Shock?
1: No, I still like Shock better.
3: <laughs> well, we have Shock too, so yeah, we're playing this.
1: But I don't know. Yep. Fearsome Temper, two colorless, one red. Enchant our Enchant creature has Enchant creature gets plus two, plus two, and has pay one, pay two, and one red target creature can't block this turn. Um. Again, this is an aggro aggro deck strategy because you get you get to make a bigger creature and you can pretty much if you have the mana to do so you can pay three and make that, make, to make that player not be able to block with their Nesh and Asp or any other big creature you don't want blocking and yeah. force them to block with smaller creatures
2: Costs too cost too much mana cost too much yeah. mana to do though <laughs> yep. it's so much
4: better yeah. If the dude's already sitting back trying to block with a and Asp, he isn't going to win. If he's, yeah. if he's almost got a and Asp on the board, that thing is always going to be tapped because it's always going to be attacking.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, impetuous Sun Chaser, one colorless, one red, human soldier, flying haste. Impe- impetuous Sun Chaser attacks each turn if able.
4: So, oh, cost too much mana. Yeah, very much. Yeah. <laughs> too much, too little,
3: moving on. Yeah. Um, Isn't it a very nice uh, target for power boosting effects in red? Yeah. Like That's... madcap skills? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, sort of. I'd I'd so madcap, rather skills, th- like, madcap skills creates its own evasion, though, so yeah. you don't really need an evasive creature to put it on. I'd rather throw madcap
4: skills in the Cerberus from the last set than anything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kragma yeah. <laughs> uh, Butcher, two Carlos, one Red, Minotaur Warrior. Inspired. Whenever Kragma Butcher becomes untapped, it gets plus two, plus one to end of turn. So this
2: guy, you're, you're going to swing with every turn. It's yep, yeah. and he doesn't start getting the bonuses though until turn five. Yeah, but and then he's not relevant
4: anymore. Yeah. But you're still going to swing. It's kind of like a reverse of v- you know, uh, first blade from yeah, Return to yes. or whatever. Yeah, Where he doesn't get it later, as, as opposed to right away but
1: regardless this is just a big swinger It's a body to swing with That's about it
3: but he has a lot of competition in that spot yeah
0: so uh,
2: yeah like anything else yeah
3: <laughs> yeah, I had a three drop. yeah yeah I feel <laughs> so three, three drops from what I remember
4: but I guess it, it, it yeah, competes hits. against like splatter thug and stuff like that but it competes against everything else that's actually good <laughs> Uh,
1: Nixborn Rollicker, one red mana, enchant creature with bestow for one colorless and one red. So basically, we're paying two mana to give target creature plus one plus one.
2: Eh, its giant strength is strictly better. Yeah,
1: giant strength is better. Uh yeah, no.
2: Why? Why don't we have giant strength in the set? Why did we not reprint that? I don't know. Because that the flavor's
4: shit. too strong. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> too flavorful can't when? have it. I mean, Chroma's already too flavorful for, for uh, ther- Theros, so we had to go to Chromat or yeah.
2: Devotion, my bad. Like, I guess, I mean, I get that they want to push the bestow, but I think Giant Strength is just better from flavor-wise and from uh, good card-wise than this is. Yeah. Uh, Plus, it adds two to your Red Devotion count. Come on, giant strength. Yeah. I think they need to take the setback and make this card giant strength. That's, yeah. That's, that's my input on that. Failing the
4: card. grade, try again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, next card, Faragax Giant. Four colors, one red. Creature Giant. Tribute two uh, for those. Tribute is as this creature enters the battlefield, an opponent of your choice may play may place two plus one plus one counters on it. When Faragax, Faragax Giant enters the battlefield. If tribute wasn't paid, Faragax Giant deals five damage to each opponent. Um hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to really judge this card because he's a five-five for five. He's a five-five for five. A five-five
4: goes a pretty long way in standard. Yeah, a five-five
1: goes pretty long way in the
3: standard popper. And if you're playing Is the really per- a five-five for five. Is it that good in Standard, Popper? Well, Nessie and ass
2: is a four-five-five four, four five, five. that goes five. the distance,
3: yeah. right. yeah. it has a lot of upside, right? Yeah, but
2: yeah, it's got reach and monstrosity. I but
1: when I look at, when I see this card, I, I think it's like in the burn deck, maybe as a two of. It, it's not a bad finisher because if you're already burning your opponent down, you could ideally pay play pay for this. And if your opponent doesn't pay the pay for the tribute they're gonna get hit for five if they pay the tribute they're gonna get hit for five <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean
4: kind of like it's like asking the old black red burner from last before rotation for a while back and where it's basically brimstone volley going do you kill my one one of the few creatures I have in this deck you did okay well then you're gonna get hit with an immediate morbid brimstone volley yeah but the fact that you need to drop five on this guy it's kind of dismissing, to be honest.
1: That's why, I, like, that's why if if you if you were if you would use if you would be used in a deck, I'd, I'd only make him like a two of, because like ideally you, you want to play this late game if you're playing the burn
4: strategy. The problem is though with like in standard for burn, you want to find the co- the more consistent sources of re- reusable damage. That's like that's oh, not yeah. standard burn. So razor Whip's always coming before this guy, but and like I said. Burn spells aren't the strongest thing right now in no. standard popper. I think the best one is Lightning Strikes.
1: I'm just looking for a viable use for it, and I think that's the only viable use I'm seeing for it. So, If you're Color on the defense
3: of this card, is horrible. So, Yes. But yeah, other than that, I don't know. Definitely.
1: Uh, next card, Reckless Reveler. One colorless, one red. Uh, sac- pay one red. Uh, sacrifice Reckless Reveler. To destroy target artifact. Um, still not black. Destroying an artifact. So, uh... Rage Chip is still a problem. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess... It's torch it's, Fiend,
3: right?
1: Yeah, basically a
2: Torch Fiend. Yeah.
3: That's a sader
2: right. instead. Torch Fiend. It's a Torch Fiend. It's a Seder, Yay. I like this card. This card's awesome, so...
1: Rise to the challenge. Plus one, or one and one colorless, one red instant. Target creature gets plus two, plus zero, oh, and gains first strike to end of turn. Cute little combat combat trick.
3: It's been printed a million times. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been
1: printed a lot. There are a
3: lot better combat tricks than this. Yeah.
1: One. Um, Scouring sands. One colorless, one red. sorcery. Scouring sands deals one damage to each creature your opponents control. Sky one. So we're gonna bypass. Uh, basically, what we're doing is we're just bypassing the whole over, or what is it from uh, overloading, mil- yeah, overloading? Yeah, the overloading. We're just gonna
4: give it overload cost and have it do the same thing in Sky one. It's yeah. Do you trade in the instant speed, or do you take it at sorcery speed with Sky 1?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I, I guess I'd just much rather play uh,
4: play the other play the other overload card. Yep. I'd rather have the instant, to be honest, yeah. So, but for some reason, you need five of them in your sideboard. Yeah, so yeah, this can be a fifth one if you have uh, five in the sideboard.
3: Or when uh, uh, Ravnica rotates. Yeah. That's
4: true, that will be the one that replaces it once Ravnica mm-hmm. rotates. Yeah. So,
1: But there it is. Uh, red as a whole, Um, I think it adds a little bit when it comes to the Bolt being an actual card. Possibly... But as well, I'm not too impressed
2: with red. Mm. Red got the short end of the stick here. Yeah. I think. it got the three. It got the three damage, you know, sorcery bolt. But that's really nothing to be yeah.
3: Impressed super about. about. <laughs> no, not
2: really.
3: It's almost worse than white.
2: Almost. I think it actually is worse than white. Yeah.
3: That's, because it is, that's really bad. <laughs> white's
4: got well, white's got a solid sideboard choice plus something that could be main deck. So yeah, it's definitely worse than white.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So green... but Peter, you're here to redeem us with green.
4: Green's actually got some pretty things, kinda. Starting off with Aspect of the Hydra. For a single green, you got an instant target creature gets plus X plus X until end of turn where X is your devotion to green. Wow. That could be Classic pre- Popper. <laughs> wow. Exactly. That could outshine Dying Growth pretty quick.
3: Yeah. Especially with uh, how many it's actually green replaced- creatures it's have a cost, yeah. Like, that thing you is- think it will replace Groundswell?
2: I think so, yeah. It it doesn't take much to be better than Groundswell, with this card. You don't need to rely on Sandbagging the land to play yeah. it either. Then, yeah, yeah. You don't have to rely on, on Sandbagging the land to play it. You don't have to. Uh, you know it's just pretty much. It's all. I think it's always going to be at least plus three, plus three. And Groundswell, you can't always guarantee that it'll give you the plus four, plus yeah. four. It rewards overextending, is what it does. Yeah,
3: it's not. It's not very good in Infect, but it's uh, it's a lot better in Stompy. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: It's very it's better than Stompy and it's also gonna be pretty dang good in elves. Yes. It mean, elves has a better has, has a better spell with Wirewood Pride, but Ooh.
3: It's uh, Wirewood Pride. I mean this is better than the Wirewood Pride, isn't it? Oh?
2: Uh, um
4: every elf a...
3: has at least one green in its casting cost. So it's it down down
4: to how many elves have double green? Yeah.
3: Yeah, but it's even if every elf has only one green, then this is better. This is the same.
2: I don't know, but I mean, either way, the synergizes right, like, if you if you have a standard, like, Stompy start, right, you have Nettle Sentinel into Rancor, Skark, and Pisco, then this thing's already a giant growth. Then if you have, like, a Young Wolf next, then you've got your Groundswell. Yeah. And everything everything after that, you're just getting more and more devotion, and usually they can't deal with your creatures fast enough, so your devotion's probably always gonna be It's free. a solid
4: top deck late game, yeah, when your side was like, yeah. and if you want to ensure the kill, there it is, guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: So, I think the pr- it's, it's a nod going, yes, this card will get used. One uh-huh. Definitely
2: get use it used in a uh, standard property. I like this next card purely out of flavor. Charging Badger. It's a <laughs> 1-1 Badger with Trample. So it's a very, very
4: fluffy, defiant elf. I'm going to use it, it. I don't care what that. anyone it's says. It's a badger, badger do shit. It's a badger, come on. That's as much flavor as you need. Slap yeah. that
3: anything, and I'll give it a try.
2: Yeah. He wears Bestow Creatures really well.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, and
3: You probably never should put a 1-1 one, one for 1 mana in your deck. Who's going to
1: argue with the badger?
2: He wears Bestow Creatures like really boss. well.
3: <laughs> uh,
4: <sighs> and Hexproof would like to talk to you about Glebe Cover Scout, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no,
3: well, he's that kinda, is a lot Hexperf, better so. than this.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah... Elf. It's not really actually playable. As much as I want to make it playable, it's not. It's Fluffy Defiant Elf. I'll find a use for it somehow.
3: Well, he's got it. It's better than oh. Culling Mark.
4: Yeah, That's true. Way better than Culling Mark. So, those who are wondering, Culling Mark is two colors and a green sorcery. Target creature blocks this turn if <laughs> able, because this is like the strictly worst set. We can't yeah. have lore.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's just stupid.
2: No, we're. Okay, this might be my least favorite mechanic. This might be worse than the minus three minus zero mechanic. <laughs> it's worse than lure. It yeah. is worse than lure. Yeah. Why was lure just too powerful to print there?
4: Apparently. Shit's too real. Got us toned down a bit. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> if, if this said that every creature blocked, um, maybe. Yeah.
0: They felt if they brought lure back, it had to be uncommon. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Moving on, the better. Uh is that Karametra's favor? For a color green, you get an enchantment aura, enchanted creature has whenever well, when it comes to play, you draw a card, so it's already cantrip at its finest. And then enchanted creature has tap, add one mana of any color to your mana pool, so build your own birds of paradise with cantrip. Eh?
2: Yeah.
4: Since a lot of the green strategies are how fast can I get (sharp) dust and ass pope, that's not a bad option to be honest. No.
3: Isn't it another way for hexproof to find uh, its missing mana as well? That's too. also
0: put yeah. your goddamn badger, Peter. <laughs> God.
4: Yeah, the badger likes to be useful. Terrified when you realize that badger has produced like 18 mana over the course of one game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so is this forest I played turn one. It's, it lets green combo
4: with inspired abilities. A badger, let's face it, Chris.
1: It lets green it lets green combo with inspire abilities. It's really easy.
2: That true. It's the- I gotta say, they, they missed out on this- like a huge internet meme here. By not labeling this honey badger. <laughs> yes. They missed out on a huge internet meme that could have just like blown up and this is one of those times where like their their own like creative um, I don't know, what is it, entrepreneurship or whatever? Their uh, douchebaggery, their Activity. I don't know the word I'm looking for here, somebody help me out. <laughs> their snobbishness <laughs> towards their own freaking... Uh, like, we create magic, so we're going to make sure that our stuff is unique. No, just call it the honey badger, that's what it is. They could at least
3: that's what you designed the card after. If it was a honey badger, that would
2: have to have, like, hexproof or something,
4: because then it truly would not give a shit about anything your opponent did. But... Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> I don't, yeah. think, they, they, I don't they,
0: think they missed an they, opportunity as much as they dodged a bullet, like Nick Cage in Knowing.
4: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's an analogy, by the way. Moving on,
0: Honey Badger's kind of played out at this point.
2: Yeah, kind of. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I still believe in Honey Badger. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So next card is Mortal's Resolve for a and green instant. Target creature gets +1/+1 plus and, plus and gains indestructible until end of the turn. So it's like Ranger's Guile, except if one colors more, you're indestructible.
2: <sighs> yeah. Still doesn't stop edicts.
1: How about that Nixborn wolf?
2: Strictly worse than Ranger's Guile. Yeah. Nixborn born wolf strictly worse than, uh, yeah. born, born than uh, Nessian Corsair. Moving. On. Pretty much. Ah, uh, this, this is explained. No, no. Actually, this card's fine. Really? Nextborn Wolf. I can cast. Yeah, 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 it's like it's like an Essene Corsor, right? But you can throw. Yeah, somewhere. I guess the only real, the only real problem is it dies to first strike white weenie things, whereas the Essene Corsor doesn't. Yeah. 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 So those who don't know, Nextborn Wolf is a two color green three one,
4: and it also is bestow for four colors and a green.
3: Yeah. That's a huge uh, bestow bonus.
2: Yeah. 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 It's a very big mistake on us. The problem is like the first strike. Like once again, like I was saying, the first strike creatures from Wyoming. Do they even have them anymore? Oh, they have some, as, as well. far as I remember, from Return to Ravnica. I don't know. Like, what do they have? Because the uh, the one that they used to run rotated out. The uh, the the corset guy, the two and a white that puts a token into play. Oh yeah. He rotated out, so I'm looking at a White Weenie list right here, and all they really have this first strike right now is Ethereal alarm. Yeah. yeah,
4: you're right. Yeah, Tendon Knight's gone. That's a good point. They don't have yeah. anything.
2: So they don't have anything that's first strikes. So maybe this guy is just better than Nessie in Huh? Not that Nessie of course, we're seeing a lot of play right now. Yeah. But, um, they could that will correct us
4: if it's seemed play? But anyways, Ferris Band Tromper. That's a weird word. Yeah. yeah. For three yes. colors and a green, you get a 3-3, three, three, and inspired whenever a fair span Tromper becomes on tap, put a one plus, plus one counter on it.
2: Wow, this card's awesome.
4: It's an inevitability. It's basically, it's like, can you answer it yet? Nope, guess who's bigger? <laughs> 8 for 3
1: eight for eight eight 4 8,
4: eight, eight 4, eight four 5 for especially
3: if a hill giant can ever attack in standard pauper, uh, without dying.
2: <laughs> yeah, this card is called Aspect of Hydra that lets us attack now. Yep. <laughs> nice! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hill Giant it's pretty sweet. Yeah, and that really engine, and yeah, you know, not much is bigger than that on turn four, really. Yeah. Anyway, not much.
4: So our next one is a uh, Sator Were- Wayfinder. Felicity Green, you get a one-one Sator. Seder. When Sator Wayfinder enters the battlefield. Reveal the top four cards of your library. You may put a land card from among them into your hand. Put the rest of them into your graveyard. I say nay.
3: He will miss a lot of the time, right?
2: He will. Hey Chris, that's your dredge card.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's not even a dredge card. <laughs> it it no. It's all right.
1: It goes right in the but it doesn't go in the graveyard. it Goes oh, it doesn't okay, go in the graveyard. So, my bad.
2: It goes in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah it does
1: go in the graveyard. Yeah,
2: yeah, it goes in the graveyard. So the way I look at this card is uh like still it's like Sylvan Ranger, um, uh, without the elf but you know without the bonus being an elf type of course, and uh, you know this enables dredge. So I think this card's actually pretty good. It's interesting. Yeah. I, you can't you can, can with, but you know how likely is it to whip?
3: Yeah. Yeah. How likely is it? You have uh, one land in three, roughly. So you have to hit. Yeah. Two third chance four times. Yeah.
2: And it's also worth noting too that you don't have to. It doesn't have to be a basic land. It can be any land. Yeah,
3: that is true. Just, it's about one fifth that you miss. Yeah.
2: And fine. Then it's
3: really bad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: If you miss, it's really, really bad, but... Uh, otherwise, it actually enables grave- graveyard shenanigans, which is pretty nice, and... This card's interesting yeah.
4: to watch. Kay. For our next card, we have Sedison swarm For a colors and two green, you get a 1-1 Sator Her- Warrior, who has heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets Sedison... Both sworn, put two plus minus plus one counters on Citizen Oathsworn. Oh my God! So he can get pretty big, pretty freaking quick. But the thing is, that you need to drop him down in turn three. If he was even a two-drop, I would probably consider him. But as a three-drop, he's competing with a lot of stuff. Yeah.
3: You have to target him yeah, twice like... to make him better than Nessian Corsair. Though having two yep. green in the mana cost is maybe an advantage. Aspect of Hydra.
2: Yeah. Aspect of drop.
3: But that's the big arm for that one. But, so, this yeah. is hard to evaluate.
2: Yeah. Um, you're right, this is pretty hard to evaluate. you need, like, I would say probably 12 spells in here that target your creatures to make this guy worth running in your deck. Yeah. You know, and you're probably looking at more towards like a classic Popper Stompy list if you want to run him in your standard Popper list. Yeah. You want to have that ratio of Pump spells to creatures if you're going to run. Oh, him. yeah, because I um, mean, this would can... never make the cup there. Yeah, yeah, no, this is not going to be played in classics.
4: No. Next card Citizen Starbreaker. For three costs and a to get a 2 1 human warrior, when Citizen Starbreaker enters the battlefield, you destroy target
3: aura. Because never again. Because
4: never again. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Whoa, he was expensive. Yeah, he's. Expensive.
4: He's not. The white version from Return to Cause it's just better because it's a yeah. bear that sack destroy it. So.
2: And green well, probably. Yeah, so this guy leaves behind a body. That's true. But. It's a two for one, right? And. You know, never again. So.
4: Sideboard option number thirteen. Got it. <laughs> Next card, Snake of the Golden Grove. Four colors and a green, you get a 4-4 Snake with Tribute 3. And whenever the Snake of the Golden Grove enters the battlefield, if the Tribute wasn't paid, you gain four life. Because we still like Cerule Gatekeeper.
3: The Tribute will never be paid. Yeah. No. Nobody's ever going to pay you the Tribute.
2: Uh, That being said, he's like a Thragtusk, right? He's like half of a Thragtusk. Yeah. That's not bad. That's really
4: not bad that, is it? no it's not bad at all like we said since green spends so much time ramping it wouldn't be uncommon to see this guy out at least like turn 3-ish because turn 1 yeah. Arbor Elf or whatever or turn 2 what is it the satyr that taps for man or whatever or untap the land yeah. so yeah it wouldn't be uncommon to see this guy out turn 3 and you know, turn three four four. that's getting you 4 life yeah well it's above a, Seder, a, a center healer for the most part so It want to
3: flicker this guy <laughs>
4: It's yet, another, like. <laughs> it's yet another artwork wasted.
2: What are you talking about? I just, I just got done arguing why this guy is actually like, decent, and you're going to tell me that the artwork is wasted? I, the artwork is pretty freaking sweet. I watched the... Yeah, I don't know. Look at the artwork on this thing. This is sweet. What's wrong with this card? What is wrong with half of a Thrag Tusk? What's wrong with half of a Thrag probably.
1: Tusk? I, I think you're going to have a 7-7 every single time. No, you're
4: going to you get think the 4-lap what you're going to get, because no one's going to let you get a 4 Yeah, seven, you're always going to get the 4 Yeah, yeah Nobody's, nobody's going to give you a 7-7. Seven seven. I, I don't know. Depends
2: on the situation when it's played. No, Nate. If you think if you think that uh, people are going to give you a 7-7, seven seven, I would have some igloos I would like to sell you. <laughs> I don't know.
3: The only time you'll get the 7-7 seven oh. seven is... I'm so not so much of a green... Not
4: outside yeah. of EDH, I'm not much of a green player, so... Because you're a damn fool. Moving on! <laughs> Sword Swine Centaur. For two green, you get a 3-2 Centaur Warrior. So, Garrick's Companion.
2: Yes! Yes!
4: Oh, you want that mono-green devotion, so here's your fodder for Aspect of the Hydra. Eat your heart the good. Yes. <laughs> Isn't this kind of like that one elf they had that
1: drops for two and is nothing but, like, really high power and toughness? There's
4: Elvish Warrior who's a 2-3 for two like that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Just, yeah, it's yeah. like Elvish Warrior but reversed power and toughness. Okay.
2: It's a but this
4: is better, yeah. So that's cool.
1: I'm psyched
2: for this card. Me too, especially for standard. For standard popper, it's very sweet.
1: So, do we think there might be a mono green deck that actually might come out of standard popper? Because we tried the we tried it as a deck. Yes. Uh, yes. The answer is yes. Yeah, because I mean, we tried the. Uh, our, our build of the Brew of the Month and it, it didn't work but we might have something now so I think well we that's
4: might... because at the time Nessian, the Nesemite route was just the better route yeah. to go because you can't compete with an 8-9 yeah
1: so maybe our, we need to bring back Brew of the Month then you, you know, in a bit and try this out
4: yeah. I'd be I'm totally game for playing green so, and standard fopper and if for some reason you can convince me to play green red that means I can use the Zerta Druid again and god everyone knows how much I love that card so that's nice. It's very sweet. Uh, yeah, green is green is awesome. Green Green's amazing. The, uh, it helps out both formats. It is pretty, and we got Honey Badger. So <laughs>
2: awesome. and, and we got the missed opportunity for the Honey yeah. Badger. But we also got the worst card in the set by yeah. far, Calling Mark. Well, nothing. Not everything
4: can be perfect in green. You yeah. have to have one bad card. So. But I think green by far had like the most playable cards or cards that will get used out of all the colors for this set. Yeah. So sure. round of applause to green.
0: <laughs> Go green.
1: So what do you think Go as green. a whole now of Board of the Gods with the commons? Even though Green was so good.
4: Awful. Still awful.
1: <laughs> oh, what is a so card
4: awful. set, hands down, if you're not playing green. <laughs> yeah.
3: But it's a small set, yeah. so what can you expect? Yeah, I
4: mean, this is where we hit our small set,
1: later big set here in the next next block, so. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm kind of upset, right? Because <laughs> I've been playing so much Theros Block Constructed that. Like, I'm looking at this list, these, these Born of the Gods spoilers in general, and it's just like, they're just bad. Like, there's almost nothing that I see that really impacts Theros Block Constructed. Yeah, and well, I'm. And...
3: Bromance, King of the Oreos. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Kind of where I'm it's sitting with Born sure. and like. I've, I've, what's coming? What what I'm getting out of the Theros block period is was a set I was really excited about because I'm I'm big into war, like history in general and like Greek and Roman mythology is really I find it really interesting. But as a whole, like I actually had buyer's remorse from buying Theros, and when it, when it comes to paper on this set because I do play in paper as well as online, um, I, this is one of those sets where I'm almost considering like buying singles out of and not purchasing one booster pack period, like the entire block because Theros did overly impress me as a whole and Born of the Gods is starting to shape up the same way where it's not just like I don't want to waste money on booster packs and get a whole bunch of cards that I'm just going to like throw in the box and forget about. The shame, Ben. Yeah. So. Yep. I'm just overly really disappointed in this block.
4: And you know what, I think this is the first set in a long while uh, where we haven't gotten a single multicolor or artifact at common level.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that, that's, yeah, we end with green, there's no con. There's no common level artifacts, lands or multicolored in this set or in this blood, block, so. So.
3: Uh, Speaking of Theros, I'd like to point out that uh, Mark Rosewater's podcast uh, Drive to Work has uh, really excelled. He did an 8th part there about uh, designing Theros. It was super interesting. Uh, There he also said that uh, at a very early stage they cut everything Roman from Theros. So Theros is only Greek. They're saving the Roman stuff for later.
1: Okay.
2: Sorry. What? Um. <laughs> oh. Stop shots. Why, so, why are you so mad? <laughs> are you mad
3: for us?
4: A little bit. Why? All what right. deserves that card to be uncommon?
3: Acceleration. It, it could get crazy yeah, limited, maybe. Yeah. Ah, damn it. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're not getting it in Accelera- the is Acceleration is already really good. One, yeah. Maybe, especially in Theros, but. Like, if you want to draft a winning Theros deck per draft. Just draft a whole bunch of Voyaging Satyrs. You almost can't lose. Yeah. <laughs> if you draft Voyaging Satyrs with like Nessie and Aspen and stuff, you just can't lose. I don't think I've ever lost the, when I had a deck that had like two or three Voyaging Satyrs in it. Yeah. Um, but other than
1: that, that's pretty much where we're at with the set. Does anyone have any shoutouts?
2: Um, okay, so if you guys have listened this long, I know um, Jay Siri asked me to they're looking for a weekly writer for their website, Casting Commons, contact jserie84 on Moto. If you're interested in that, he'll give you some details. And it is paid, he said that. So if you're interested in getting paid for writing about Popper,
4: okay. contact
2: J. jserie.
1: Anyone else?
3: I'd like to shout out Brennan and Avery again. Thanks for the help with the set review. And if that article is going live on the MCGO library... tomorrow okay
1: so alright Chris how can they contact you
2: Uh, I am on Twitter at SeaWeaver 8518 you can contact me on Moto at SeaWeaver okay Uh, Peter how can I contact you you can contact me either on the forums with
4: my username on the forums is midnight03 and the same on MTGO Plumber how can I contact you
0: oh boy on Twitter I'm at CM Plumber, you can contact me through the pop to the people email or through playing for cheats at gmail.com my video game podcast
1: that's a good podcast by the way i do listen to it thank you so steered me away from a lot of games that i thought of wanting to buy
0: Everyone's all quiet, like, yeah, your new girlfriend is prettier than me. (laughs) I tried to listen because I love to
3: hear your podcast, but uh, I figured out that I'm not very interested in video games.
1: That's okay. I've steered clear from a lot of video games, from listening to the show, it's like, I thought about buying that, you know what, I'm not going to waste my money now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, now that i got an iPad, I'm getting a lot of pressure from Maddie to do more iOS games, so I think that's kind of... Start picking up some more
1: of
4: those. Yeah. So. Uh.
2: Wait, you got an iPad now too, to, along with your Xbox. Yeah. One. Yeah. You got an Xbox One. You are long- so rich. How are you getting paid?
0: You're getting paid for government worker?
4: He is the boss for a reason. His pay hey, grade just. I'm a government ours.
2: worker too. I don't get. I don't get enough. I don't get paid that much.
0: Okay. So um, <laughs> I started. I started. I pre-ordered my Xbox in June and put. Like a hundred bucks away a month until it came out.
1: There you go. So
0: that that negated that because that was <laughs> six months worth of waiting. So it was paid off by the time I got it. Yeah. And my wife wanted an iPad for her birthday, and GameStop was doing a special where you buy one I, one i device, you get the second one for half off. So I got nice. her an iPad, and then I got myself an iPad Mini for a hundred bucks. That's cool. See Dan, that's
2: that's iPad iPad Finance. This is gonna be a new topic and on our show. How did Chris afford his iPad?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got to on, make on that a good And I am On a podcaster's budget. I am far from rich. I just I've gotten better at delaying gratification than saving up for stuff.
1: Yeah. How how can they contact you? Uh, uh Dan?
3: Uh, you can uh Reach me on the forums where I'm Cicela. You can reach me on mtduolibrary.com or mtduostrat.com. I'm also on YouTube as Magic Gathering Strat. Okay.
1: You can contact me uh, at Nathan Yunkin on Twitter. I, I actually do try to tweet more often now. Um, and uh, you can contact me on popular to the people forums as well as the website the email address, to people at gmail.com I'm Yukon on... MTGO and uh yeah so we're out there just contact us um but uh hopefully hoping this next episode doesn't make me sound like I have a low voice that was really weird that
0: was funny (laughs)
1: that was weird sitting here listening to the show and be like what who the hell is who who the hell is main hosting this show that's not me (laughs) so But, uh, until next week, I'm Nate. I'm Peter.
0: I'm Chris. I'm Don. I'm the other Chris. The other
1: Chris. (laughs) The
0: boss. This is Popper to the People. Popper to the people.